Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show for this Friday, May 22nd. Uh, happy Memorial Day weekend, everyone. Hope that you are all safe and have a great weekend. Um, and at least, for you football fans, and we know you are, you wouldn't be listening to this, uh, at least exalt in the fact that it, we're headed towards opening up things and um, getting closer towards um players coming into facilities at the college level, uh, at the pro level. So we or at least see a light end at, at, at the end of the tunnel. So we're excited about that. Uh, and certainly talking around with people around the league, everybody is um, undergoing kind of almost a seminar of how to do things in this modern age. <clears throat> they call it the new normal. I, you know, we'll see. And it may be for a while. It may be for some time. Uh, an understanding and a protection of specifically how they're going to do things on their job as coaches, as trainers, as, you know, people that are in the facility. Uh, Everybody understanding the best way to go about preparing for this situation with players coming aboard. So at least uh, we are on the way. To that, we've got some uh, news to talk to. We've got some rule uh, issues to get through. Some look of what's going on around the Jets, Jamal Adams. Some transaction of the day. What does it mean? And we're going to take a look at um, a few teams: Packers, Texans, Colts, Jags. Heavy AFC South. We're just taking it alphabetically, uh, and we started doing it. And we'll finish it up next week. A roster analysis, roster analysis, questions I'm looking for for each NFL team. So we're going to get into those teams today as well. A reminder, this podcast brought to you by our great friends at 401k Generation. Um, They are the experts in just that 401ks. They can help you in any money management investment issues to make sure that you're on track with your financial goals. So give them a call. Give them a text today. No obligation. Uh, at 1-866-998-5879. That's 
5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. So make sure that you check them out today um, and learn more about what they offer. You can also learn more about them at LandryFootball.com, um, which is also where you can get detailed information about the college game, the pro game, uh, a peek behind the curtain from a coaching and scouting perspective. We'll break down the news and notes, the inside information, but we provide an understanding, a deeper understanding of how to evaluate players, coaches, teams, schemes, and provide you the analysis that's very, very unique to what we do. So check us out at LandryFootball.com. Free stuff, but we have got stuff behind the paywall for our members. Very affordable. We've put together a package that's allowed you this time of year, scouting season, to learn more about college and NFL rosters than you could ever hope to can pick and choose. There's tons of information. You may not be able to get to all of it. But, folks, for less than $5 a month, you can get access to your own scouting department for less than $5 a month. Um, we think it's a really good deal. You can try it out for a month, three months, whatever the case may be that you would like. So check it out today. Make sure you're getting this podcast to your phone each and every day by subscribing to Landry Football's Conference Call, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, what have you. So the things we want to get to at the top today, uh, it looks like we're, as we get to Tuesday's owners' votes, uh, they're going to vote on a few rule proposals. There is an alternative to the onside kick. And if you did watch the Alliance League, not the XFL this past year, but the Alliance prior to that, um, it, it allowed a trailing team a chance to keep the ball after scoring by going for it on fourth on a fourth and fifteen play from the kicking team's twenty five yard line. It's similar to the rule used by the now defunct Alliance League. So, in essence, what it's doing is saying, for safety reasons, we don't have an onside kick for all intents and purposes. It's just the percentage of even that being a possibility is just so low that we're looking for alternative ways for a team behind to maybe have a chance. And 4th and 15 from your 25-yard line is, you know, a big hurdle, but it is doable. You can complete it, and um, it's interesting. Uh, We'll see where that vote goes on. There's some movement towards it. Uh, there's also a permanent expansion, a uh, motion of a permanent expansion of automatic replay to include scoring plays and turnovers negated by a foul and any successful, unsuccessful try attempts. So um, <clears throat> those that's going to be looked at as well. You're also, um, you know, you give the defense the option to have the clock to start on the referee's signal if the defense declines an offensive penalty late in the first or second half. So uh, it, it's an option there, something they'll look at. Um, the addition of a booth umpire is and a senior technology advisor to the referee to assist officials is something that I think should happen. I, I have waxed uh maybe not poetic but i've waxed quite a bit on the importance of changing the game to where it eventually gets into the booth 
to where things can be seen in real time and in meaning in real time as the play's unfolding and the gap between the play and pe- players getting off, uh, getting back towards a huddle, the replay ability, the tech technological advances to where you can see plays and correct things so that it can be just uh, given through an earpiece to correct any possible mistakes made. Uh, those are things that I believe down the road we're headed towards. And certainly getting a booth umpire as well as a technology uh, technological advisor to the referee is really important. Um, the other thing you're looking at is increased defensive player protection for a kick or punt returner who is in possession of the ball but who has not had time to avoid or ward off the impending contact of an opponent. Um, cutting down on game clock manipulation by disallowing multiple dead fouls while the clock is running. Uh, the you know I think the the amendment of the onside kick is the boldest of the bunch. The others are procedural, probably won't be noticed a great deal, and probably are good things that I think have a good chance at this stage. I don't, and the sky judge should should go through, and it's getting a lot of momentum. We'll see. But there's some, you know, extra money and all that. You know, believe it or not, they're, they're watching their pennies always there. So we'll see. But the, the onside kick is the one that – probably has the biggest hurdle or the the amendment to the onside kick is the one that has the toughest hurdle. We'll see uh, how that goes, though. Maybe it it will and how that is played out and presented. Meanwhile, into league discussions, uh, we have talked about the desire by Jamal Adams' camp to get a deal done. Uh, The talks have reached an impasse, and Jamal Adams' camp, is leaking information to the media purposely to make everyone know that the Jets have basically tabled the talks or have stalled the talks. Um, They're claiming that the Jets are dragging their feet. Um, They're throwing out the idea of a trade to, to, again, media folks. We'll see how this plays out until a deal is done. There's you know going to be some frustration. Um, I know that Dallas had some interest, as Dallas tends to be interested in a lot of situations and trading for players. I uh, don't know that anything would be in the hopper on a trade, but that is something we'll see towards the trade deadline, and we still anticipate the trade with everything going on schedule, at least at this stage, trade deadline still in place. So we'll see if they can reopen the negotiations. Uh, make some progress between now and the start of the season or not. But uh, the the Adams camp's not happy, which is why they're leaking out the information. Some transaction around the league yesterday. Jags signed fourth-round uh, linebacker Shaq Quarterman to a four-year deal. They have worked to improve their linebacking core over there for the last two years, selecting Quincy Williams in the third round last offseason. Caleb on Chason in the first round is a hybrid player. Um, Quarterman is, um, uh, you know, this year, and then uh, Joe Schobert, uh, a, a five-year deal. So Quarterman is a really physical player. He's going to struggle in coverage. 
but um, is a guy that has got some awareness, leadership, toughness to really be a guy that can be an effective two-down player at the very least, and I think a quality special teams guy early on. The Falcons signed, speaking of linebackers, Deion Buchanan, formerly of the Giants, the ex-Cardinal, um, bust over there, played only 244 snaps for the Giants in 19. He's got some hybrid skill sets. It's a jack-of-all-trade. will play well in space to some degree, which is why Seattle will like him, but he's not been very productive, not been grading out very well. So we'll see um, if he can provide them anything in Atlanta. Uh, also in the same division, the NFC South, another linebacker news, Anthony Chiquillo uh, from the Steelers signed a one-year deal. Um, he was released in a cap move from Pittsburgh in March. He's been a really good special teams player, and that's where his strength is. Uh, the Saints are not strong at linebackers, lightly used in a rotation in the Steelers' defense. He's only just 143 snaps in 11 games. He's 28. He's been a key reserve for them. Um, he would have a hard time making the Saints roster as a linebacker, but due to the lack of depth, if they can't figure out better options, he is at least a guy that's got some experience in the league at 28 years of age that's also, you know, at a right price because he was making a little bit more with Pittsburgh or was going to make more with Pittsburgh. Um, he's got really good special teams value. Um, again, he's been a reserve for the Steelers. He's nine starts in 65 games. Um, in 16, he played his best ball at seven starts, uh, and he played in about – third of Pittsburgh snaps. Um, he's just not going to get you a lot of plays. Not going to make a lot of plays in space. He's not a great guy in pursuit. Not going to bring you a whole lot of pressures. Occasionally on a blitz, coming free, can do some things. But what he does a pretty good job of is, you know, he's got some versatility on special teams. He's played 69% of his play snaps have been on special teams, and that's likely what he's going to do there. Saints have got Demario Davis, Kiko Alonso, and uh, Alex Anzalonzi in their base defense with Craig Robertson and Zach Vaughn in reserve. So I don't know that Chickalo makes the roster. I think it really depends upon how some of these younger guys maybe can do on special teams. If you can get a guy that can play relatively close to Chickalo um, on special teams, then he doesn't make the roster. If not, He's got a shot. We'll see how this this uh, plays out going on. Uh, we have talked about the Eagles' pursuit of a running back for most of the week a few times. Uh, it is focused a little bit more on Devontae Freeman and Carlos Hyde and Sean McCoy. We've talked about that. Um, what does it mean for Miles Sanders? So somebody's asked that and mentioned that. They expect to you know, work Sanders, I think, in – Good 18, 20 touches a game. Um, I think what they're looking for is is anybody should to have a rotation, to have situations you need to have fresh backs. And Miles Sanders is certainly a guy that they believe in. They just need somebody that's reliable that can play with him and alongside of him. 
Um, what uh, I wanted to talk about the – oh, in San Francisco, D.J. Jones um, is back to full strength. The defensive tackle suffered a high ankle sprain in December, but things are going on well. And Obviously, he's going to have a bigger role. They've got Javon Kinlaw coming in, but they lose to Forrest Buckner. So he's uh, he can give them 300 snaps this year. Um, he's doing pretty well. Uh, the Rams, going back to running backs – feel pretty good about their backs. They want to get a group that they're excited about, could do different things with. They've got Cam Akers that they've added in and could lead the way in terms of touches. Daryl Henderson, of course, has playmaking ability in space, but obviously they've moved away from the girly mold and now trying to have more guys that they can rely on. And they're hoping the three guys can lead to some real success there. Free agent Josh Gordon is going to apply for reinstatement. He's been, of course, with the Browns, the Patriots, the Seahawks since 18. Uh, he's got a lot of ability. He can immediately jump in and be somebody's three, depending on the team, maybe even a two. But you can't rely upon him. No way, no how. It hasn't been the case. And everybody loves the kid because he's not a bad kid. He's just got a real problem. It's never been able to be relied upon. Uh, on the Dolphins roster, they are uh, have mentioned um, that they have had calls about Josh Rosen. Uh, they're not in a hurry to trade him. They think that uh, you know what people have talked about in terms of trade is not worth trading. You know why give up what they're willing to give up? Now I think that a if somebody loses a guy, a key player on the roster, a backup, a starter, then maybe adding him to the mix, they could get more for him than they could right now. So hold on to him right now and at least get some work out of him for a year. You never know what's going to happen. By the trade deadline, maybe there's some value that somebody might say, look, it's going to be a backup. Um, You know, Fitz is not going to be the backup answer long term although he might have another year in him beyond this year. Two is the future. So, you know, people may say, well, what's Josh Rosen? He's a young guy, end play. So the Josh Rosen believers are out there saying, well, wait a minute, where's he? he's not going to end up in Miami with Tua. But right now it makes sense, a lot of sense to keep him because he does have some value. And why would you trade him for a late-round pick at this point, in my mind, when – you know, you you might need to go forward. Let's say if you need to get some camp work and two is slowed up for whatever reason, Josh Rosen has some value right now. I I, I to, for for the Dolphins for this year, not long term, but for this year. And um, nothing new on Deshaun Watson's um, contract talks. But most people expect it to top Russell Wilson's $35 million annual salary when he signs his extension. But um, it could be a shorter deal, and it's the case with Dak Prescott. And I'm a believer in that. I, I'm a big believer in getting these quarterbacks done quicker and shorter deals. Allocate money because the money, the, the rate of interest, the rate of um, – Eventually, they just, just go up and up and up. The the value, the property value for quarterbacks, they just go up exponentially, and they go up so quick. Get a de- You know you got a good quarterback. Get him done. Get a deal done. Get a short one done. 
So protect yourself from on the back end if there's injuries. If you've got yourself in good cap situation, you can get a deal done. You know, people have asked this about the negotiation with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys didn't do a deal quick enough with Dak, mainly because he's not Deshaun Watson. He's not um, Patrick Mahomes' level. But they also could have got a deal done quicker, and they could have got a shorter deal done, and they could have, you know, prevented themselves this situation. But they don't; they never have enough cap room to be able to absorb a shorter deal. They're looking for longer deals always to prorate the cap um, issues, and and they're they're never good enough to quite get away with it. But uh, that it certainly it's coming with Deshaun. And I want to get into. Um, Today, a few questions I have with a few teams. The Packers. As the Chiefs, Saints, Bucks devote a lot of resources to equipping their quarterbacks with high-ending receiving options. Just you look at the you look at the Packers and think, okay, they're clearly looking towards the future and and not have done anything in this draft at receiver to improve their wideouts. Um, the improvement's going to have to come from within. It had zero 1,000-yard catchers and one 500-yard pass catcher in Devontae Adams last year. They lack a number two, reliable number two and a proven tight end exiting the draft. So that's the question I have with Green Bay. What about Houston? Uncertainty at cornerback. Lacking a first-round pick because of the Laramie Tunsil trade, which you know I think is fine. It helped a much-needed position there. It it um, Second-round pick on Lonnie Johnson. Signed Bradley Roby. Johnson was one of the league's worst defenders last year. Roby is closer to what we call a low-level number two corner in the league. Um, Houston's pass defense is graded out 26 in the league last year. Doesn't look especially equipped in coverage again this year. So coverage issues I have for the Texans. The Colts. Jonathan Taylor was about as productive a running back as can be during his three years at Wisconsin. Rushed for 6,100 yards plus, 55 touchdowns this run base offense. He's the kind of back who makes sense on a Colts team built around a top-tier offensive line. He's a second-round pick on Taylor. Points to, to Marlon Mack um, who seeks his going to have to seek his payday elsewhere. So uh, my question is, watching the running back situation, how quickly Taylor can be the guy, what Mac can do. He is basically entering a contract year. They drafted Taylor for the future so that they can have both him and Mac now. But Mac will be playing for a contract somewhere else next year is Jonathan Taylor's the future if it plays out on the field like it's played out in the boardroom and the planning. Uh, that's how you do it, folks. You have a good back that you think you might not be as excited about signing him to that next contract and he's a year away. Bring a younger back. Get him to go with the veteran back. The veteran back's going to play hard, play for a contract, 
and you got a young back that can work its way in, understand protections, get a feel, become a factor, be part of the rotation, get you on a run-based team to be fresh with fresh legs. People say, well, I don't know why they took that type of back. They went, because they want to be a good run downhill team. And Jonathan, well, Mac is the same guy. Yes, and he's going to replace Mac. That's the plan. But I'm curious to see how Mac plays and what he earns. So what I am curious to see about with the Colts is how the running back situation plays out, meaning Mac had the great year, Taylor struggles, has injuries. Then you got a situation where you're trying to figure out next year what do you have. But that's kind of how the plan is. And in Jacksonville, finally, uh, after trading Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boy in the past eight months, Jags chose a corner in C.J. Henderson. And it was a good pick, not a great one. Maybe left a better overall players on the board, but not a better fit that can line up and play inside, play outside. And again, just as I alluded to, at a much-needed position. Um, you know, but they used the top 10 pick to replace a former top 10 pick. Represents, you know, kind of a, you know, you've got to figure this out. Um and, and I get it, you know, I just said you're replacing, in the case of Indianapolis, a young guy, but but you're replacing a better version. In this case, you're not getting in Henderson a better corner. You're replacing a different type of corner, by the way, but someone that's maybe not quite as good, but you took him in the top 10. He's a top 20 player, top 25 player not a top 10 player, which you say, well, what's the difference? You take them. Well, the difference is if you could have got the other guy signed, you could have added a better player at another spot. And, you know, if you were picking later, you could have added Henderson with them, and then you got something really cooking. But now it's it's what it is. It's treading water. It's, it's, it's like, like they're walking on a treadmill in Jacksonville, so simply. So – it is, um, you know, it, it, it it's, you know, Dave Caldwell is certainly on the watch list of what's going to happen in Jacksonville. But I think the reason is because he gets along well and I think they want to give him a chance to sprout his wing and makes decisions, you know, out of the thumb, out from under the thumb of of Tom Coughlin. That's kind of the way they're working it right now. So, uh, we'll see how well he and Doug Marone do this year with this team. Different roles, obviously. See how Doug can get this team prepared, how organized, how disciplined they are, how hard they play. Those things are things he can control. But Dave Caldwell, you're going to look at the roster and you say there's some issues. But there's also some issues that maybe were directly correlated to Tom Coughlin. And only on the inside, not the outside, do we know why there was so much problem with Jalen Ramsey and how much of it was due to uh, issues related to Tom Coughlin or was it just misappropriation of funds, misevaluations internally that were universal and that will show up in future personnel decisions. We shall see in Jacksonville. So that's a look. To Monday we will talk uh, Chiefs and Raiders and Chargers and Rams. How about that? We'll uh, get that uh, done. A uh, little AFC West. Uh, talk with Chiefs and Raiders and Chargers, and then uh, we'll throw the Rams in there. We're going alphabetically here through the league, going through some questions that we have 
are not the only questions, just some key things to look at around the league. Um, one reminder, we'll be back again on Monday. Yes, we'll be back on Monday. Talk a little bit about um, that and a few other things, anything that goes on around the league this weekend. We'll have it for you at LandryFootball.com, and we'll recap some things for you on Monday. Also, check us out on our college show. Check out LandryFootball.com. If you haven't, take advantage of the scouting season. Offer less than $5 a month. will take you behind the curtain into the world of football from a coaching and scouting perspective. Have your own scouting department for less than $5 a month. is about as good an offer as you can have anywhere, anytime, on anything. Certainly, you can try it out for a month, three months, whatever your preference is. Check it out over at LandryFootball.com. Also, check out our great friends at 401k generation experts in money management and financial planning. Give them a call. Give them a text today at 1-866-998-5879. Licensed in all 50 states. So they can help you reach your financial goals and prepare accordingly. Give them a call today. No obligation phone call or text. Uh, Reach out to them today. Hey, have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. Uh, We'll talk to you over on the college side, and we'll talk to you next week, everybody. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.